This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A local group has asked again that the Lewis and Clark County Commissioners endorse the Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority's effort to restore long-distance passenger service on the Amtrak's North Coast Hiawatha Line through Helena. Members of the Sleeping Giant Citizens Council, the Tri-County Area Chapter of the Northern Plains Resource Council, asked the Commission to commit to joining the Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority, a move the county has avoided for some years over a number of concerns. Sleeping Giant Citizens Council member Paul Passini presented a petition with signatures of 670 people who support the reestablishment of passenger rail service through Lewis and Clark County. 538 are county residents. 114 live in neighboring counties and who, quote, would like to travel to Helena and probably spend money, he said. The commissioners have cited the potential for a local tax assessment as voted on by the entire authority as opposed to being put to a county-by-county vote, and they have cited the lack of a clearly defined withdrawal policy within state statute pertaining to rail authorities as reasons for delaying the county's vote. BSPRA representative and fellow Sleeping Giant Citizens Council member Gregory Thomas told county commissioners that no state nor local taxes support any long-distance passenger rail services anywhere in the United States. And, quote, this has never been done at any time during the history of Amtrak service. Any cost to local municipalities along such routes are typically found in building or renovating train stations and associated facilities. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Tom Rolfe thanked the council members for the information. Quote, I really appreciate the assurance that in other places there is not a cost to local government other than for a facility like a depot, Rolfe said. That really relieves some questions that I have. I think that it's really important that with the terrible inflation we're seeing right now, that county government be very cautious how it spends the money that taxpayers work hard for. Sleeping Giant Citizens Council member Savannah Barrett noted during public comment that in a genuine effort to appease this commission, the Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority passed two resolutions granting the commission's request for both the voting and withdrawal procedures. Eighteen Sleeping Giant Citizens Council members, local business owners, and residents provided public comment during the meeting in support of the authority. Lewis and Clark County Commission Chairman Jim McCormick said he is not opposed to joining the authority. You may recall that earlier this year, after years of fruitless negotiations with labor unions on a new contract, the railroad industry was rapidly approaching a midnight deadline to avoid a national strike or lockout. For a brief moment, the railroad industry was above the fold in the New York Times, the Washington Post, and other news sites alongside the war in Ukraine. Then, with the help of President Joe Biden and other federal officials, the two sides announced an 11th-hour deal. 
Railroad executives, labor unions, and political leaders hailed the tentative agreement as a win for all sides. But now, six weeks later, railroad workers are saying, not so fast. In the last three weeks, members of two different railroad unions have rejected the contract their leaders negotiated, reviving the possibility of a nationwide railroad shutdown as early as this month. A shutdown, sparked either by a labor strike or a lockout, would cost the economy an estimated $2 billion a day halting trains in Montana and around the country. While labor unions say the contract their members are voting on is one of the most generous ever offered, with the largest wage increase in 45 years and a $5,000 bonus, there remains frustration among workers over how the railroads are being run and how they are being treated. Quote, workers are fed up right now, according to Greg Reagan, president of the Transportation Trades Department of the AFL-CIO. They believe they are being used and abused by the railroads. Last month, two different unions, the Brotherhood of Railroad Signalmen and the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees, rejected their contracts. If they cannot get a new deal by the middle of November, the unions could go on strike. Should either of those unions go on strike, it is likely members of other unions would not cross a picket line, resulting in a nationwide shutdown. The industry's two largest unions, representing locomotive engineers and conductors, have begun voting this week. Their ballots are due before Thanksgiving. A new report on Montana's state prison system shows that while some neighborhoods and areas of Montana's largest cities contribute disproportionately to the state's incarcerated problem, some smaller towns and communities have a higher per capita incarceration rate than larger places. The study, quote, where people in prison come from, colon, the geography of mass incarceration in Montana includes data that breaks down the inmates of Montana's prison system geographically. Currently, the report states that Montana has an imprisonment rate of 123 per 1,000 residents. Three cities, Billings, Great Falls, and Missoula, have imprisonment rates higher than the state average, but East Helena, Deer Lodge, Butte, and Helena have the highest imprisonment rates in the states. Billings had a rate of 213 per 100,000, but the studies found two of 12 neighborhoods in that city were responsible for 38% of the prisoners. That's an incarceration rate of more than 15 times higher than the average. For Billings Southside, it's nearly 100 times greater than the state average. The report also identified three neighborhoods in Missoula that had a higher incarceration rate. The report also showed that Native American residents are not only incarcerated at higher rates, but those neighborhoods contribute more to the state's inmate population. Billings' native population is less than 5%, but the South Side neighborhood is 15%, and the North Side is 11%. 
quote, American Indian people are disproportionately incarcerated in Montana prisons. In 2002, Native populations know. American Indian people are disproportionately incarcerated in Montana prisons. In 2020, Native people were 23% of the state prison population, but less than 7% of the statewide population. In Billings, Native Americans made up 27% of arrests, but Native Americans represent less than 5% of the city's population. A similar statistic exists in Missoula, where natives make up less than 2% of the population, but contributed 14% of the arrests. Health officials say respiratory illnesses are increasing in Yellowstone County, with an average of a dozen COVID-19 patients hospitalized in Billings each day in the last week. The percentage of local hospital emergency department visits for symptoms of respiratory illness, such as cough and trouble breathing, has ticked up in the past three weeks. With ongoing staff shortages in Montana's healthcare industry, the Montana University System is exploring ways to speed the completion of certain college degrees and get graduates into the state's workforce more quickly. A pilot program would shrink the time required to obtain a traditional four-year bachelor's degree to two calendar years. In the case of an associate's degree, the goal is to condense the existing two-year time frame to three semesters. Those so-called sprint degrees would effectively make higher education a full-time undertaking for the participants. Josh Bilstein, director of the Billings Clinic Office of Strategic Planning and Development, says certain specialty positions, such as neurodiagnostic technologists, have become an acute need at Billings Clinic and in the region. Officials expect the experimental sprint degrees to appeal to multiple groups of students, from high school seniors who want to forego the traditional college experience in favor of a fast track to a well-paying job, and also mid-career professionals seeking a new direction within their chosen industry. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 27 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our story on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.